Mitchell Colonel Girls basketball tonight on the road at Harrisburg. Tip-off coming up next. But uh, first, we talk with the head coach, Cole Knippling. Halfway through the season here, four and six. Uh, how would you kind of evaluate things thus far? You know, I think we're definitely heading in the right direction. You know, we've seen some really good improvements the last couple of weeks. You know, you get to the end of the season, you look back, and, and seeding-wise, we'll wish we were six and four uh, instead of four and six right now. But, um, but I do like the way we're heading. I feel like we're playing really good basketball. I'm um, at a good time of the season, so hopefully we can continue to grow because I still feel like we got the heart of our schedule ahead of us. Like, you know, our toughest stretch will be the, the five teams that are ranked in the top five right now are our final five games. Mm-hmm. So we really got to be playing good basketball at the end of the year. Two wins over the weekend versus Spearfish and Sturgis kind of vaults you up five, uh, four, five uh, seed points there up to now 13. Did, did that weekend really solidify you guys? Kind of, uh, you don't have to worry now. You're going to make the sweets, uh, the Sodak 16 likely. Well, that was kind of the, the the thing I told them at the start of the week. I said, if you win both of these, you know that that's the key. And but I also said too, like you don't want to just make the Sweet Sixteen. You want to be. We really need to get out of that thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen mm-hmm. seed. We want to get to a twelve because um, the first four teams are really good. You don't want to have to go to Washington, O'Gorman, Brandon Valley, or Rap City Stevens because those four teams are really, really good, and that would be a tough road test. So uh, I think our next goal is is that you know we're at the thirteen seed. We need to win enough of these games to get vaulted up to the twelve, eleven, ten. And you had mentioned your final five games are against the top five teams in the state, and there seems to be a very definite cutoff of who the top four or five teams are, two Sioux Falls yeah. schools, Brandon Valley, and the two Rapid City schools. So how do you look at this next chunk, this next quarter of the season? Starts at Harrisburg tonight. you got them. you got a couple more Sioux Falls schools who are not ranked. Uh, how do you kind of look at these next five games over the next couple weeks? Well, I think you call them what you call even opponents. You know, I think they're games that could go either way. If we play well, we'll win. If we play poorly, we won't. A um, couple road challenges. Um, coming up this week with Harrisburg and Lincoln are two teams that I think we can compete with. I think if we play really well, we could beat. Um, but we we got to be sharp. I like a game plan for tonight. Um, and, and, I, and I guess we'll see with Lincoln. Lincoln's improved this year. Lincoln had a down year last year, but they're 6-4. and four. They've beat a lot of the, the, the bottom half, and they've lost to the tops. Like you said, that they've lost everybody in those top five, but mm-hmm. they've been beating the ones below. And have you seen separation like this? Obviously, you know, Washington, O'Gorman, they've kind of – separated themselves the last couple of years. But there seems like there, I mean, there's just no other teams receiving votes in the poll. There just seems like it, it's very definite um, who the top five are. Then there's everybody else. Yeah, it's kind of unique, isn't it? I, I think usually you'd have maybe seven or eight. Um, but, but just this year, I think the thing about it this year is that there's so many teams that are in the same boat we are. There was a lot of senior-laden teams last year, a lot of senior-laden teams. So right now it's I think you got a lot of teams that are beating each other up um, as they try and find their identities, find their roles, and they got a lot of young talent. Um, but those five up top, those are the ones that, um, you know, they're obviously some bigger schools too, but, but they've got a lot of the returning talent in the state right now. So everybody else is kind of trying to figure out their newbies, and those four five seem to really kind of know what they are. On the defensive side of things, I think you've only given up 50 points uh, in regulation only three times uh, through mm-hmm. your first 10 games, and that, that defense has won you a few of those ball games. Uh, what's been the key to that? We've talked about Sawyer Stabner and how well she does creating turnovers. Uh, what have you liked about the defense this year? I think when you you know when you play a zone defense, the big thing you got to do there is, is you, you can't give up shots at the rim. You know, a zone you got to make them shoot, and then you got to rebound. And I think that as the years gone on, we've done a better job of that. When we were giving up, um, you know, like versus here on here, on this is a really good shooting team. But but you know, when we lost to Brookings, when we lost to Watertown, 
um, Thunder Basin, I thought we were giving up too much dribble drive. So I think the way we've really improved is um, we're, we're getting better on the ball, keeping the basketball out of the paint area and making them settle for shots. And, and we're rebounding well. That's where you know Sawyer, Sarah, and Caitlin have rebounded well around the basket. And then also, too, I think that um, this zone has, has increased our turnover uh, percentage. We turn teams over a lot more than we did playing man. A big reason would be, like you said, Sawyer Stavener, um, she is really, really good at reading passing lanes, um, getting deflections. I think our top two, you know, whether it be Lauren and Addie or Taylor, um, they've really done a good job of also getting some deflections, creating some turnovers, and getting it going. So that, that's been good. You mentioned keeping the ball out of the paint, and you have Harrisburg tonight, and uh, Emily Boyer just had two. Uh, she was very impressive last year when, when I saw her twice. And uh, what, yeah. what do you got to do to stop her? Because she just uh, played very, very well last year. You know, physically, we can't match it. You know, she she is big, she is strong. Um, and I told Caitlin, like, Caitlin, if you try and physically match her, you're going to lose. Uh, you have to beat her with your basketball IQ. You've got to learn to score around her, not through her, because um, that's the reality of the situation. So what we've got to do is, you know, for as big and strong as she is, you know, every player's got their weakness, and her weakness is if you can get her to defend on the perimeter. You know, she's very good around the basket, not so good outside. So we've got to pull her away from the basket and get her into the actions where she's having to defend, you know, 15, 20 feet from the basket and not just within 5, 10 feet. So if we can do that, we'll be in good shape. I think the other thing, too, you know, offensively she's going to get some, but you've got to keep her off the old boards. I think that's the deal where if you make her beat her with her basketball skill set, we'll live with that. But we don't want her to beat us by getting second, third, fourth shots in a possession. Couple of uh, good games last year. I mean, these two teams are, are a lot different than last year, and uh, you had that tournament game at the end for fifth place, and a, another pretty good game at Harrisburg. What, what do you remember from those games last year against uh, Harrisburg? Well, I mean, like you mentioned, we're two totally different teams. I, I thought that at state, that's where we finally we'd always kind of struggled with Harrisburg a little bit in terms of believing we could compete just because they were so big and physical. Um, you know, I thought that was a game where we always kind of felt outmatched at a lot of our positions. Um, but this year, I really feel like you know, outside of Boyer, um, physically, athletically, we matched up pretty darn well. Um, and so I feel like. Uh, it's a little bit more evenly matched than maybe some of the other ones have been. They graduated a lot of shooting, a lot of good guard play. They got a girl. You know, if you think about the last two years, they got a girl at USF and a girl at Augie that are both in the D- Division Two rotations. They got another girl playing D1 soccer that could have played college basketball. So they've graduated some really good shooting guards. Um, and these girls are good too, but they're a lot younger and they're not the big, strong athletes that we've been seeing. And you mentioned after the game this weekend, you go to Harrisburg and Lincoln, and, and their bigger gyms are not quite, I mean, they're just a, a different atmosphere. There can be some people there, but it just doesn't, I mean, they're so far yeah. away, and it just doesn't, it seems very empty. How do you kind of, do you have to create that energy uh, to, to get up for a game like this? I think so, especially when you come off of where we just played Spearfish and Mitchell Christian, where it's a smaller gym, and there was amazing energy, so you could just feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we always talk, there's some games where the where the environment creates the energy for you, and there's games where you've got to create the energy for the environment. Um, and this is definitely one of those those second type of games. We as a team will have to be very energetic in our warm-up on the bench, because like you said, the, the crowd's not going to do it for us. The crowd's not going to get you up and make you feel hyped to play. You've got to do it. You've got to bring it. Um, hopefully the girls can do that. Mitchell and Harrisburg tonight. Tip-off coming up next. Head coach Cole Knippling joins us in the pregame show. Coach, we'll see you after the game. Sounds great. Thank you.
Take a look at the rest of the scoreboard here tonight. Busy night in AA girls basketball. And number one, O'Gorman, they take on T area later tonight. And number two, Washington, uh, they will stay in Sioux Falls when they host Sioux Falls Lincoln. Uh, Roosevelt, they have finally picked up a win. Uh, Roosevelt, one of those teams that uh, Mitchell, they're hoping to jump here over the next couple of weeks. They'll have their chance to take on Roosevelt coming up next week on Thursday. It's a Roosevelt and Jefferson tonight on the west side of Sioux Falls. Also, a Brookings, they host number three, Brandon Valley. Huron at home tonight versus Watertown. And Pierre will travel tonight to Aberdeen Central. So those are your scores. Your scoreboard, very busy night of AA girls basketball. And we'll keep you updated here throughout the rest of the evening. We'll take a quick timeout. Come back with your starters and your tip-off coming up next. It's Harrisburg and Mitchell. It's Colonel Girls Basketball tonight on KORN. Get underway here tonight. Colonels at four and six. Harrisburg, they're at three and five. Colonels with their black road uniforms with the Colonel gold numbers and trim. They will start Taylor Giblin, Lauren Van Overshield, Sawyer Stabner, Sarah Sieberts, and Caitlin Christensen. For the Harrisburg Tigers, wearing their home white uniforms here tonight with uh, yellow trim and maroon numbers. They will start Jaylee Hofer, Emily Boyer, Hannah Eide, Abigail Flanagan, and Sydney Hybertson. And again, uh, Boyer, she averages 15 per ball game. Jaylee, Ho- uh, Jaylee Hofer averages 10 per game. And Hannah Eide, third on the team, at nine points per ball game. So those are the players you need to know here for Harrisburg tonight as uh, we're coming up on 7.30. Uh, sophomores and JVs went a little bit lengthy. It was a tight game, right? It went kind of tight all the way through, tight at halftime. Mitchell finally pulled away there at the end and won by three. So uh, hopefully uh, the varsity team can keep that going here tonight. But, you know, I, I look at the Harrisburg team compared to Mitchell, very similar as far as experience goes and uh, size too. I mean, if the Colonels play their game tonight, take care of the basketball, and if they can get Everybody involved like they did Friday night. Mm-hmm. I think they have a great chance to pick up a big road win here tonight, Travis. Stabner at 5-9, jumping with the 6-1 Emily Boyer. I'm going to give the edge to Boyer, but we'll see what Stabner's got. Can she <laughs> win the jump? Ah, she couldn't win the jump. Well, extra four Pretty inches. Pretty good effort, though. Extra four inches will get you. Harrisburg wins the tip. They move across the court from left to right. Hofer at the top of the key, their point guard. Again, Colonels love that 2-3 zone. That's been great for Stabner, getting those passing lanes, creating some offense with turnovers. Boyer underneath, layup is good. That is going to be a problem. That was a problem last year for Mitchell, and uh, she's better, and Mitchell not quite as good as they were last year. Boyer makes it 2-0, and this one knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Flanagan of Harrisburg. So I, I, I just can't, I don't think I saw a player that played Mitchell better last year than she did. Yeah, so she's probably feeling pretty good about this yeah. matchup tonight, and, and that was just really good patience by Harrisburg on that possession. Giblin fakes a three, she'll drive the lane, double teamed, got to get rid of it, does to Van Overshield in that left corner, 20 to shoot. They get it to Christensen, good ball movement, a three by Siebert is short. Colonel's going to have to get something going on the outside with Boyer down low. So and that was a great look for Siebert yeah. right there. I mean, she'll take that all day, but just got to get those shots to fall. Trying to get it uh, inside. Now they work it around to the left to Flanagan here early on in the shot clock. Here's Hannah Eide. She'll drive right side, lose it, and Christensen comes up with a loose ball, but then Van Overshield can't quite handle the pass. So the Colonels turn it right back over. 15-foot jump shot, no good by Flanagan. Rebound by Sawyer Stabner. Stabner averages nearly eight boards a game, and 
Harrisburg will knock it out of bounds. Long pass at half court from Stabner to Van Overshield. And Stabner again, just nice job being really active on that, uh, the rebounding on that possession. So Harrisburg didn't get that second chance basket like it looked like they were going to get. And defensively, they're putting Boyer on Stabner. We know Stabner loves to go to the basket. Can she get past uh, Boyer? We'll see here. She drives left side. She does, and she lays it in. Nice. We're, we're tied it to a piece. That's her game right there. Play some defense on one end, get the rebound, you know, try to get the fast break going. Went out of bounds, but they still got the basket. And take advantage of Boyer on the perimeter. Can you get past her? Two to two here in the first 90 seconds. They're working around top of the key for Flanagan. She'll take a three for Harrisburg, and she'll hit. Wow. Abigail Flanagan, a 5'11 sophomore. Hits the three, and Harrisburg back up 5-2 to two here in the opening minutes. Yeah, that's trouble for Mitchell. If you got two players there, you got to worry about that can score on you. That was just uh, straight away top of the key that time. Christensen at the top of the key for Mitchell. 20 to shoot. Here's Stabner on the left edge. She's going to drive on Boyer again. Pick it up. Got to get rid of it. Van Overshield layup. Misses it on the left side. She has struggled last couple of all games. Good look there. Fast break. Little floater in the lane is good for Jaylee Hofer. That makes it 7-2, Tigers. That's a shame for Van Overshield. That was so well done getting her that open look, and she just put it up a little bit too strong that time, and then they gave up a quick one in transition. Van Overshield in the left corner. Now it's Stabner to the top of the key. She'll think about a three. It's not her shot. She'll put it back towards half court to Giblin. Nice pass down low to Christensen, who stops in the lane. Passes left to Van Overshield, a three. That one is short. Rebound by Boyer. Christensen steals it, though. Colonels will get it back. Turnover nicely done by Caitlin Christensen. Stabner with an air ball three. Van Overshield fighting for the board. It's going to be a tie-up and Mitchell ball, and they may have gotten a timeout. So they'll keep the possession arrow. It will not switch. I think Mitchell got a timeout instead. So they'll keep possession and the arrow during the next uh, tie-up. We'll keep it here. Uh, 5.08 to go in the first quarter at 7-2. Harrisburg early on. But the Colonels have had opportunities. Siebert with a good look at a three. Van Overshield with a good look at a layup. Uh, Colonels offense, it's got to be there. They only average 42 a game. Yeah, I mean, those shots need to fall, and they need to keep on uh, setting up those good looks because that's where it starts. Get yourself a good look at a shot, and uh, hopefully they start falling for the Colonels. But, you know, so far they're being really active on both ends. Got to work on that transition defense. Don't give Harrisburg those easy ones like they've had so far here in this first quarter. But, you know, the offense at least looks like they know what they want to do with it. It doesn't look kind of... You know, out of sorts like it did on Saturday. Um, so that, that's a good sign here so far to start this game. That open looks just got to make them. 5.08 to go, 30 on the shot clock. Giblin trying to get it in and finally does. Barely to beat the five-second call to Stabner. Stabner inside, layup right side is good. She did it again over Boyer. Two layups for Stabner. Colonel's now within three. She's going to have to have a big night. Yeah, absolutely. She just forces her will to get in there. Layup underneath to Hannah Eide. Assist by Boyer. Four of the five Harrisburg starters have already scored. They lead by five. Another layup left side. We'll get free throws for Stabner. It's got to be her. She had 22 the other night, 24 on Friday. She's going to have to have 
another big 25-point night. Well, and the more she can do that and get those baskets to go, um, the more that Harrisburg is going to have to honor that more, and then they're going to have some more open looks on the perimeter. So it's just a really nice job by Sawyer Stabner of establishing that so it opens up some more things here as we go on. Stabner makes the first free throw. That foul was on uh, Hannah Eide, her first, team's first. 4.41 to go, first quarter. Stabner, 2-2 two two from the line, getting better at the foul line. Uh, she uh, what, hit seven, eight of them there on uh, Saturday versus Spearfish. Yeah, that was so impressive. Half her offense came at the, the free throw line, and, and that might be another one of those things Mitchell has to do here tonight. If they're not getting enough offensive support, going to have to manufacture some points again at the free throw line. Heidi and Flanagan check out for Harrisburg. We see number two, Adeline Wagner, check in. A 5-7 sophomore guard here for the Tigers. Hofer has it in the left corner. Stolen by Christensen. Good defense as they double-team Emily Boyer. Colonels with a three here. Can tie it up at nine. Drive by Stadner. She loses it. She'll turn it over. Hit that brick wall. Boyer comes up with the steal. Hofer brings it up. Passes it right side here to Hybertson. Now in the right corner to Boyer. You want to keep her on the outside. They work it around the perimeter halfway through this opening quarter. Colonels trail 9-6. Good defense here at the perimeter for the Colonels. Hofer at the top of the key, 12 to shoot. Here's Hybertson on the left side. Now to Boyer at the top of the key. 7 to shoot. Good defense by Mitchell. Here's a drive. Kick out to Boyer. 3 to shoot. Hofer's got to put it up. She gets in the lane. That's a tough shot. It should be a shot clock violation. Air ball inside the lane. That was a terrific defensive possession for the Colonels. Yeah, that was just fantastic. And what they did was they had full denial going on on the inside. They said, okay, you're going to have to beat us with the perimeter shots. We're not going to let you post up every possession and get those easy layups. Colonels trail 9-6. Here's Stabner on the right side. Top of the key. Dribbling left. Knocked out of bounds. Last touched by Hofer of Harrisburg. More subs here for the Tigers. We'll see Heidi right back in there. Heidi comes in for Boyer. So Boyer with only that uh, opening layup, that's it. Hybertson will check out, and Abigail Flanagan checks in. So Heidi and Flanagan got about a minute's rest. They're back in there. And Harrisburg's best player, Emily Boyer, on the bench here with 315 to go in this first quarter. 9-6, Colonels trail. Giblin near half court, has it with just eight to shoot. Colonels got to go. Stabner on the left side. She'll drive underneath glass. It's blocked. Stabner with the putback, though, is short. Rebound by Harrisburg, and Colonels denied underneath. Flanagan brings it up. Van Overshield, some tough defense on her under three minutes to go in this opening quarter. Nine to six. The uh, the scoring has slowed a little bit. Uh, The three on the right side by Hofer. That is short. Rebound by Christensen. Here's Van Overshield with the outlet underneath, and she will miss it, and... She touched it last as well. And Van Overshield, tough contested layup off the Christensen rebound. Colonels with another opportunity. They have had three chances here to cut this three-point lead into about one. Yeah, that looked really promising that time for Van Overshield on that fast break, but you just got to credit the Tigers' defense there. They got back fast enough in transition to force that block and not give up the easy layup. Delana Hinkle, the first one off the bench for Mitchell, 5'9", junior. She'll check in for Lauren Van Overshield. 2.25 to go. They get it underneath Harrisburg Flanagan, and she'll airball the uh, shot on the left side. And we get a tie-up. It'll go to Mitchell. Rebound for Stabner. And again, only one foul for Harrisburg. Colonels have yet to be called for a personal. 
I, I like how Mitchell's hanging in there. I mean, it kind of felt like the Tigers had a ton of momentum when this game first started, getting easy looks, easy shots. But after all that, Mitchell's kind of grinding it out defensively and forcing one-and-done possessions, and they're within three. Hinkle on the left side now dribbles towards half court. Two minutes to go in this opening quarter. Giblin directs traffic here at half court with Wagner on her. Sieber on the right side. She's 0-1 from deep. They get it down low to Christensen. Not a great pass. It'll be a tie-up. And it will go towards Harrisburg. So it wasn't the best of passes from Stabner as we see a Harrisburg bring back Emily Boyer. She will check in for Kaylee Hybertson. Yeah, that's one thing Mitchell needs to clean up here as they go on is the passing a little bit once they get into their half-court set. Um, you know, they had an open look kind of down under. Stabner forced the issue when Christensen was there posting up for a layup. Couldn't get that, turned it over there, and they did it again here. So they just got to work on that. Make sure that, you know, who you're passing it to is ready for it and they're open. Van Overshield checks back in. Uh, she checks in for Taylor Giblin. 1.40 to go. Harrisburg only up by three. Uh, Stabner knocks it away, and there's Giblin. They'll, oh, they'll call Harrisburg on the travel. Sydney Hybertson travels. Thought they may have a tie-up. Thought it may have been a foul on Giblin, but uh, Colonels forced the turnover. And that's beautiful. I mean, defensively, they are on it. Ever since this game started, they gave up a couple of easy layups, but for the most part, very active defensively, getting in those passing lanes and forcing a uh, traveling violation that time. So Colonel's defense off to a good start. We've been tied 9-6 for uh, quite a while. Siebert here on the right elbow. Stabner underneath. She's got all six Mitchell points. Nice pass to Hinkle for a deep two. This one no good. Van Overshield can't quite get the board. Christensen comes up with it. She's got to get it out underneath. Way too far underneath the basket. Stabner wide open layup. She won't have an easier bucket all year. Colonel's within one. Yeah, and if you're Harrisburg, how do you lose her, right? I mean, she's half their offense, and great job by Stabner. Just staying with the play, getting away from the defense, and getting that easy basket. Good rebound by Caitlin Christensen. She'll get an assist there as well. 45 seconds to go. Low scoring first quarter tonight in Harrisburg. Tigers lead the Colonels 9-8. Boyer misses that one. Had a good look underneath on the right side of the basket. Colonels now with a chance here to take the lead for the first time tonight. And honestly, this this low scoring pace we have going plays very much into Mitchell's favor. Game in the 40s favors the Colonels. Hinkle on the left corner now to Stabner. Stabner drives at the free throw line. Tries to hand it off. Gets it to Van Overshield, but she's blocked again. This is stolen by Hybertson. She'll bring it up. No shot clock. 13 seconds to go. Tigers lead 9-8. Final shot here of the quarter. Seven seconds to go. Hybertson thinks about a three. They'll pitch it off left side to Wagner. That's an air ball. And that's pretty much how the quarter is going to end with two seconds to go. They'll get Giblin back in there. Two seconds. See if the Colonels can get something from half court. Tigers have gone cold during these last couple of minutes. They missed their last four shots to end this quarter and just credit the Colonels' defense. Stabner going to let it bounce. Colonel's going to get a pretty good look here with 2.3 seconds to go. <laughs> Stabner gets it in, good, puts it up Lunch. from half court. This is a good shot. Oh, oh, air ball, but that's about as good as you can get. <laughs> yeah. Well done. I mean, just the fact that the, she was uh, kind of baiting the defenders a little bit, and she they did the bite. Roll. Yeah, she just let it roll all the way to midcourt and kept her eye on the defense, picked it up, and had a pretty good look at a half-court shot and looked like it was actually online, but just a little bit off to the right. Harrisburg leads at the end of one, nine to eight. You're listening to Colonel Girls Basketball. We're back in one minute. This is Becky Pitts, General Manager of Poet Mitchell. 
We've been turning one big idea after another into biofuel and high-quality animal feed for years. Poet's vision is to reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible, all while sharing your values for sustainable land and a clean environment. Visit us at poet.com slash Mitchell. Colonel Girls down by one here at Harrisburg tonight. Travis and John with you on KORN. Colonels have not led. They trailed 7-2. to two. Now they trail 9-8. to eight. Boyer steals it near the free throw line. She'll go coast to coast. And we'll get a foul on Siebert. First on Siebert. First on Mitchell. Another turnover for the Colonels. As Boyer going to the line to shoot two. They could tell Boyer was just chomping at the bit to get back in the game. And uh, she read that pass the whole way. So just really, really well done defensively by Boyer. And... Uh, Nice job defensively by Mitchell to not give up the easy layup, though, on the other end. Yeah, Boyer hits the first free throw. She's got three. So a slow start for Mitchell offensively, but then the defense picked up, and they really shut out Harrisburg for those final, what, four minutes or so. Boyer, this one rattles in and out no good. So a 10-8 lead for the Tigers. Boyer one of two from the line. Stabner gets it to Giblin. They pass it right to Siebert. Now at half court to Giblin. Giblin directing traffic, dribbling to her right at half court, now in the corner. Here's Van Overshield at half court with 17 to shoot. Colonel's working it around the perimeter. Stabner on the left side, still on the uh, three-point line. Giblin on the outside, now with eight to shoot. Not much going on. Van Overshield going to drive an awkward shot. This one way off the top of the backboard and no good. Ooh, nothing happened that time for Mitchell. They just passed it around the perimeter and uh, couldn't get anything inside. Well, and if Van Overshield would have been kind of keeping her eyes up a little bit more, she had Christensen underneath cutting to the basket for an easy layup. See if Harrisburg can answer. Can somebody score a bucket here? Hybertson with the three right side. They cannot. Rebound for uh, Giblin near the uh, three-point line. 6.45 to go here in this half. 10-8. to eight. Colonels trail by two. See if they can get uh, Sawyer Stabner inside. That's been their best offense yet. Stabner in the right corner. Cross-course pass. Siebert for three. That one off the mark from the right edge. And Boyer just too tall at 6-1. Just gets that rebound right over Christensen. Hybertson brings it up here to Flanagan. Now they find a nice pass underneath, but uh, Giblin tips it away. Steal by Giblin, another turnover. We got a pitcher's duel here tonight. Yeah, Boyer had her sights on getting the layup in the lane, cutting to the basket, and the pass a little bit too hot that time, and the Colonels get another turnover, but got to turn those into points. Kind of similar to what we saw Saturday versus uh, Spearfish. Very low-scoring ball game. Underneath here, Siebert, 10-foot jumper. She airballs that one. Boy, that was not good from that left uh, left baseline. Here's a fast-break opportunity. This one no good. Put back no good by Harrisburg. Third opportunity finally is for Flanagan as both teams' offenses struggle here with Harrisburg now up 12-8. Well, and you just can't give them that many opportunities. I mean, two offensive rebounds and a putback. I mean, Mitchell's got to take that away. Giblin stepped out of bounds. Pass was high from Van Overshield. She jumped, and Colonel's got to talk this one over. 5.35 to go in this first half. It's Harrisburg 12, Mitchell 8. Sawyer Stabner scored all eight Mitchell points. We're back in 60 seconds on KORN. This is JR of Iversons, and now is the best time to get your new custom-built vehicle on order. You pick the color, the options, you name the specs, and it'll be yours. 
Great pricing and financing options make them a great deal, and you'll always get top dollar for your trade. Stop by and check out our full lineup of Chrysler, Dodge, Ram Truck, and the all-new Jeep models with the new third-row Grand Cherokee L and the long-awaited Jeep Wagoneer, and the Ford family lineup in Huron. Come experience customer first at Iverson's in Mitchell and Huron or online at iversonauto.com. They are role models and educators. Their work requires a great deal of time and energy for very little pay. Who are these unsung heroes? Thanks, Coach. Thanks, Coach. The simple truth about education-based athletics in South Dakota is this. Without a committed team of coaches and administrators, they just wouldn't be possible. School sports, they bring out the best in all of us. This message presented by the South Dakota High School Activities Association and the South Dakota Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Colonels call a timeout here late in this first half, trying to get something going offensively. Only eight points for Mitchell. There's only 5.35 left in this half. The Colonels have only made three shots, two free throws. That's all been done by Sawyer Stabner. 12 to 8. Harrisburg hasn't been much better. They've only made five field goals. We've got five points from Flanagan and three by Emily Boyer. Some full court pressure here by the Colonels. Harrisburg finally gets it past to half court there, just beating the 10 second call. Now at half court, they work it around left side to Flanagan. Flanagan drives. This one is good. Flanagan heating up. She's got a game-high seven and missed the largest lead tonight with Harrisburg up six. Sawyer Stabner passes it in the right corner. This one's stolen. This was a foul, easy foul right there on Harrisburg. That was Flanagan just barreled into Stabner. I think it's on Mitchell. Oh, my God. She just barreled into her and took the ball. Yeah, Stabner had it oh and just heavens. got run over by the right. uh, Tiger defender, I think Flanagan. And, yeah, somehow, some way, that's All on right. Mitchell. That's I don't a, know. That's a Stabner foul, I guess. Second foul on Mitchell, first on Stabner. And we get a double dribble by Hybertson. So there you go. Done. Justice served there we go. on the turnover. Addie Seamson checks in the 5-6 eighth grader. She'll check in for Van Overshield. We've seen Seamson and Hinkle off the bench. Not a very deep bench this year for Mitchell. They'll primarily go with their five starters for the most part. Giblin, she drives the lane, gets it to Seamson. Seamson drives this one, an air ball on the right baseline from about seven feet out. Colonel's offense continues to struggle. Eight points in 12 minutes. 12 points or 14 points here in 12 minutes for Harrisburg. Hofer gets it on the left baseline, dribbles right. Hybertson at the three on the right corner. It's good. Sydney Hybertson with the three. All five Harrisburg starters have scored. Stabner answers with a layup coast to coast. Ten points for Stabner. And she dribbled right through that defense at 17-10, Harrisburg. Yeah, big bucket by Stabner. Badly needed by the Colonels. Just great job getting past the defense and seeing that they weren't getting back on time. Boyer on the bench for Harrisburg. Colonels have limited her to just three tonight. She has not been the problem. Hofer in the left corner, 15 to shoot. There's Flanagan at the top of the key. Now right side to Idy. Eight to shoot. Nice perimeter defense again. They're going to call a Stabner. This will be a Seamson on the foul. Her first, team's third. Little uh, push there with only seven seconds left on the shot clock. Three subs coming in for uh, the Tigers. They'll bring in Kaylee Plon, a 5'8 senior. Emily Boyer back out there, plus Kennedy Healy, a 5'7 junior. So we've seen the uh, four primary bench players in already for Harrisburg. 
Colonels only have two off the bench. So a fresh shot clock here with 3.30 to go. Drive by Harrisburg as Healy is caught, and that'll be a turnover. Nope, still Harrisburg ball. Oh, hell, possession arrow towards Harrisburg again. 3.31 to go. It's still 17-10. A great defensive possession here for Mitchell. But boy, oh, oh and she misses the layup. <laughs> Boyer underneath. Missed the layup. Nobody around her, and she put it right back up. Yeah, I mean, there's no resistance there. I mean, she put the layup up, short-armed it, but nobody even tried to fight for the rebound from the Colonels, so that was an easy putback. 19-10, Harrisburg up. There's a drive by Stabner. This one off the glass. Christensen. There we go. Oh, my goodness. Someone else scores for the Colonels, and they need more of that. I mean, Christensen has a good post presence down there. they got to find her more. Three minutes to go. Somebody other than Sawyer Stabner finally scores. Here's a left corner three. It's too long. Rebound by Seamson. Jaylee Hofer on the shots. Colonels now down seven with 2.45 to go in the first half. Stabner wants it back at half court. Giblin bad, dribbles back out to the top of the key. Here's Siebert, who is scoreless. Giblin, who is scoreless. Back to Stabner, who has 10 of Mitchell's 12. And they need to get Giblin going. I mean, she's been a pretty good supporting cast member here this season for the Colonels. They need to get her going, Christensen too. Christensen underneath. They tip it away. Can the Colonels save it? Four in the shot clock. Stabner uh, picks it up, of course, because she does everything. Stabner now with 12 of the 14. That one was almost a shot clock violation. They had about three seconds to go. Colonel's back within five. Well, in games like this, too, I mean, Sawyer Stabner turns it up another couple of notches. When she knows they're struggling, she'll fight even harder for every rebound. Hofer drives left in the lane. Christensen there for the defense, but Boyer can't put it back. Second time, and she'll be fouled. Coach Knipling mentioned that's okay if Boyer gets her points. They can't allow her to get those offensive rebounds, second and third opportunities. Four fouls on Mitchell. This will be the first on Caitlin Christensen. Boyer shooting two with a minute 57 to go in the half. Just two minutes to go before halftime and not many free throws so far. That was the third for Harrisburg. Mitchell so far two for two. A minute 57 to go. It's 20 to 14 Tigers. Lauren Van Overshield back in for Mitchell. As uh, Stabner... Stabner on the bench, so who's going to score for Mitchell? Ooh, yeah. Breather for Stabner here with a minute to a minute and a half to go. That's a great question. Colonel's going to have to rely on defense more. Siebert for three, barely drew iron. Shot clock should have reset. That did hit the rim, I do believe. Shot clock did not reset. Christensen a give and go to Van Overshield. She'll fight through the trees and miss it. And again, Van Overshield just at 5-4. Those long arms nearly made the layup. 90 seconds to go. Colonels trail by seven. Oh, and Taylor Giblin was wide open at the top of the key for a three-point shot. Have another foul. This will be a non-shooting foul as Boyer is bumped again for the Tigers. Fifth foul on Mitchell. Harrisburg only has one foul in this game. Again, foul will be on Giblin, her first. So foul trouble has been a non-factor in this one. Sydney Hybertson checks back in. Hannah Eide as well. So you're starting five back out there for Harrisburg, as well as Mitchell. They're starting five. Got to say, I don't know why Stabner ever took a seat. I mean, she's not in foul trouble, and she's their only offense here tonight. Stolen by Van Overshield. Outlet pass, stolen right back. Van Overshield turns it over. Minute five to go. It's still 21-14. And Harrisburg has not lit up the scoreboard. Drive by Flanagan. This one way off the top of the backboard. No iron. 
And Christensen with the rebound. Stabner, can she drive to the lane again? Kick it back out. Giblin thinks about a three in the left edge. Colonel's got to get something going offensively. They only have 14 points in this half with 45 seconds to go. They get it to Stabner at the free throw line underneath to Christensen who can't handle the pass. And she traveled. Well, there you go. 38 seconds to go. 21-14, Mitchell trails. Both teams now with eight turnovers in this half. And, you know, usually Mitchell is pretty efficient at getting some points after turnovers, but the offense is just really sluggish here tonight. And if the Colonels could just do anything offensively, they'd be right in this ballgame. They want to get to 15 uh, points uh, per quarter ideally, but even... 12 points would be fine. Yeah, I mean, they're staring their season low dead in the face right now. Another tip and steal by Stabner underneath. She'll bring it up. No shot clock. 15 seconds to go. If the Colonels can get into the locker room, down two possessions, what a miracle that would be. Here's a drive, and Stabner will have a chance to shoot two free throws with 10 seconds to go. Interesting she chose to go ahead and attack there because they could have held for one last shot, and the way this half is going, I think that maybe would have been the better idea. But uh, I, I get it, though. Stabner is just in full-blown attack mode trying to get some points, and she'll have a couple of free throws here to make this a five-point game. Fouls on Emily Boyer, her first team second. Stabner makes the free throw. She's 3-3 three three from the line. She has 13 of Mitchell's 15. Caitlin Christensen had a put-back layup. That's the only other colonel to score in this first half. It's not a one-person game or team, but sometimes Stabner makes it like that. She's so dominant. Stabner, again, she scored 14 of the 16. Hits that free throw right there. Ten seconds to go. Can the colonels go into the locker room down by five? They could foul here. Five seconds to go. They have a foul to give. I think that would be. Driving a floater, and oh, we're going to get an offensive foul with one second to go. So Well done by Sieber, just staying in the lane there as uh, the Tigers were attacking the lane with Hannah Eide, but uh, Siebert holding her ground and getting the ball back, but only one second left, so essentially the Colonels did hold until the half. Eide will pick up that charge. One second to go. Colonels trailing 21-16. Here is... We head to halftime as we have a uh, discussion for God knows what. It's funny how much they're crowding that end line there where Seabird is. They only have one second. I mean, last what are you worried she, about with one second? Last time she got it all the way to half court, she let that ball bounce, didn't touch Right. Until, I mean, if they want to take away the roll away, did. that's fine. But I don't think they have to play right. quite such suffocating inbound pass defense here. I mean, there's not much going to happen in one second. Make sure all she can do is uh, catch it and not put up a shot. Yeah, I mean, if they just come out here to about three-quarters court, they'd be fine. Well, Siebert will get it in. They'll get it in to Van Overshield. Uh, there. Not good if it goes, but uh, she drew at least the back of the uh, backboard. 21-16, Harrisburg up by five here at the half. 14 points for Stabner, two for Christensen. That's her scoring. Pretty simple right there. For Harrisburg, they've had seven from Abigail Flanagan, six from Emily Boyer. She averages 15 on the season. Three points for Sydney Hybertson and two apiece for Jaylee Hofer and Hannah Eide. We're back in two minutes. Halftime up next. Colonel Girls trail by five. Don't miss out on Aurora Cooperative's Ace Summit Tuesday, February 15th inside Pinnacle Bank Expo Center at Fonner Park in Grand Island. 
Our keynote speaker is Super Bowl champion and former Green Bay Packers legend Jordy Nelson. Attend the general sessions, explore our trade show, and socialize at our evening reception. Our annual business meeting will be available virtually on Wednesday, February 16th. Learn more and register now at auroracoop.com. We'll see you at Aurora Cooperative's Ace Summit Tuesday, February 15th at Pinnacle Bank Expo Center in Grand Island. Halftime here in Harrisburg tonight. 21-16, Harrisburg with the lead. They have not trailed here tonight. The duck toss, I would say, was a success. It, it, it looked like it was pretty fun. I mean, you had uh, several ducks being tossed out at one time, and they finally did locate the winning duck that got closest to that target. But one of those cheap thrills kind of a things, and... Uh, I think it was a success. Everyone seemed to be really excited about it. Like a fundraiser of some sort of, what, $2 for a duck, a couple of them for five, and they stood on the baseline there and threw it at the target. 21-16, Mitchell trails there at the half, and really, as the score would indicate, both teams have struggled putting the ball in the basket. Yeah, it's it, it's been a rough go for both offenses. Mitchell shooting just 24% from the floor in that first half just five out of 21 shooting so far it's been rough just to get some open looks uh harrisburg shooting 36 percent from the floor going eight out of 22 so far and they've definitely been hot and cold themselves i mean mitchell's defense playing well keeping him in this game harrisburg's defense making life miserable for mitchell as you've only got two players scoring so far with uh sawyer stabner and christensen on that layup in the second quarter uh, so Mitchell's offense definitely needs to figure something out here at halftime. Uh, Rebounding-wise, Mitchell's got the edge there, 11-8 to eight so far in the first half. Free throws pretty quiet. Mitchell went 4 out of 4 at the free throw line. Harrisburg went 3 out of 4. And both teams had their sloppy moments with the basketball. Ten turnovers for Harrisburg. Mitchell, eight turnovers in that first half. But I think that's one of the big things that... Mitchell kind of missed out on is getting some points off those turnovers because quite often during this season a lot of their offense has come in transition but this time around Harrisburg's defense is just making life really tough on the Colonel offense. I talked up Emily Boyer so much uh, she's only made two shots uh, she's got six points you would think she'd get going a little bit but they really haven't even given her the ball much uh, she's sad for no. some of that first quarter I mean she came out right away got a layup I'm like oh here we go again she's going to get another 25 points. She's hit a couple of free throws, but uh, they really haven't even targeted her down low, which is surprising to me. Yeah, I mean, since that first quarter where everything looked so easy, I think Mitchell quickly in game made a great adjustment and they changed their defense up a little bit so that they clogged that lane as much as possible with three or four defenders. And so Harrisburg, I think, kind of got thrown off by that a little bit and they were forced to kind of move the ball around the perimeter and the shots weren't falling once they went to the perimeter shooting. And unfortunately, Mitchell's shots aren't falling either tonight. I mean, Van Overshield has had several looks, especially at layups. Those aren't falling. Taylor Giblin simply hasn't gotten involved yet. She's I think don't they, think she shot the ball yet. They, they need to get her the ball a little bit more because Sawyer Stabner needs some help. And Sarah Siebert, unfortunately, she's really reliable uh, offensively this season, but... Ever since Saturday's game against Spearfish, her offense just hasn't been there. She's had a couple of looks as well, but she doesn't look comfortable at all tonight on this floor. So hopefully they make some good adjustments here and get some good looks offensively in that second half. Again, Sawyer Stabner, she's made uh, all four of her free throws, and she's made five uh, from the field. So Stabner has 14 of Mitchell's 16 points. Caitlin Christensen 
has the other two points on a putback underneath. Again for Harrisburg, all five of their starters have scored. Abigail Flanagan has seven. Emily Boyer with six for the Tigers. Sydney Hybertson hit a three-pointer for her only points in that second quarter. And uh, Jaylee Hofer, Hannah Eide had uh, two points apiece in that first quarter. It was 9-8. to eight. Harrisburg at the end of one. Now we're at 21-16 here at halftime. Scores from across the state. Double-A girls tonight. Uh, Watertown winning at Huron 38-27 late third quarter at the Huron Arena. Uh, blowout tonight in Brookings is number three, Brandon Valley, up on the Bobcats, 57-23 early fourth quarter. Uh, in uh, Sioux Falls tonight, Jefferson leading Roosevelt girls, 29-19. That one just starting the second half. And uh, we got a ball game tonight in Washington, number two, Sioux Falls, Washington, leading Sioux Falls Lincoln only by four in the fourth quarter, 46-42. We will see Sioux Falls Lincoln on the road, a girls game coming up on Friday night. Also, uh, start of the fourth quarter, low scoring game tonight in Aberdeen. Aberdeen Central leading Pier 28-24. Aberdeen girls looking for their second win. And number one, O'Gorman, uh, they beat T area tonight at home by 30 points, 64 to 34. Some, so, so, some scores from around the state here tonight. Uh, more scores, class B. Uh, girls basketball here. Uh, Parkston, they defeat Platt Geddes tonight, 48-41. to Also, uh, Scotland, they defeat Alcester Hudson, 43-41. to Class A girls basketball tonight from across the state. Hanson girls with a win over Sanborn Central Woonsocket, 47-39. And also our Q107-3 game of the week. Number one, Wagner, they get past Mount Vernon Blankington, 48-40. to We're back in two minutes with the second half. Colonel's trail at Harrisburg tonight, 21-16. We're back in two minutes on KORN. Half time here at Harrisburg tonight. Travis Grins and Shawn Michaels bringing you Mitchell Colonel Girls basketball here on a Tuesday. Just past 8 o'clock. 21-16, Harrisburg girls with the lead. They've led by as many as nine. That a 19-10 lead there momentarily, and the uh, Colonels have gotten back into this one. Down only by five. So if you're Mitchell, you feel fortunate to only be down by five. But again, your defense, you got to give at least a B-plus to the defense tonight. They've been uh, pretty good for Mitchell. Oh, yeah. I, I like Mitchell's defensive effort a lot here tonight. Forcing 10 turnovers on their way to... Uh, Hopefully forcing 20 turnovers. That's what they've been averaging the last couple of games. And defense will be huge in this game tonight for the Colonels if they can pull this upset out. Colonels will get the ball. Moving across the court left to right. Stavener drives. She's stuck on the right block. Kicks it outside to the top of the key to Giblin, who hands it back off to Stavener. Stavener drives past Boyer left side. Kick out to Van Overshield, who loses it. And it is kicked around. And who's it off of? It's off of Mitchell. So the Colonels turn it over on their first possession. There's 7.35 left in the quarter. Again, they just can't get anything going. They just can't shoot anything from the outside. And if Stadner can't get to the rim, their points aren't there tonight. Flanagan with a three left wing. That one is no good. So 
Harrisburg quickly. They put it up in the first couple of seconds of their possession. Well, and that was a wide open look, too, for Flanagan. I mean, you can't give her looks like that. They're kind of lucky that that ball went off the rim. Harrisburg, not a very good three-point shooting team. They only hit 31% from three on the season, and they've only hit two from deep. Colonels have not hit a three-pointer tonight. 12 on the shot clock. Van Overshield, top of the key. Passes it left to Giblin. Giblin can shoot it. She's wide open. She doesn't pull the trigger. Gets it to Christensen with two to shoot. Puts it up, and it's off the uh, rim and no good. One minute gone by. Colonel still trailing by five. Well, gun shy for Taylor Giblin. That's what it looks like to me. Yeah, I, I think you have several Colonel players here tonight that are just not playing with confidence. I mean, Siebert's shots aren't going down, and Giblin's aren't either. This one off the glass left side, no good by Idy. Both teams ice cold from the floor. We're 90 seconds into the half. We're still uh, tied at uh, 21-16. Floater by Siebert draws barely just a little bit of iron. And the Colonels, again, cold from the field. They only average 42 I mean, at this rate, they're going to struggle to get to 35 tonight. Harrisburg may not score much more than 40 either. Uh, Harrisburg has missed their last six shots. Mitchell has has missed their last four shots. I mean, both offenses really struggling to find something that works. This shot right here, Harrisburg misses it. It goes out of bounds, so both teams have not scored nearly two minutes in. And, and, And this is a rough situation for Mitchell because as cold as Harrisburg is, if only Mitchell's offense could get going here like it did Friday, they'd really have something going here on the road. Feels like both teams, Mitchell feels like we should be winning this game. Giblin drives, layup right side, it's blocked. Christensen with the putback is, oh, it's finally good. <laughs> Laid on the rim for ages. Wow. Christensen with four points. They'll take it. And if you're Harrisburg, you feel like we should be winning this game by 15 points. I was going to say, they probably feel like they should be up by double digits, but they can't put it away because Mitchell's defense has been so good. Here's a turnover. Boyers passes too high for Flanagan. 5.38 to go. Mitchell Baldwin re-return. Colonels trail by three. We're back in 30 seconds on KORN. Your farm, the corn it produces, and the hard work it takes to run the operation are things Poet can relate to. This is Becky Pitts, General Manager of Poet Mitchell. For over 30 years, Poet has been turning the corn you harvest into biofuel and high-quality animal feed. It's how we reduce reliance on foreign energy while giving you the best grain marketing prices possible. Visit us at poet.com Mitchell. Harrisburg, they've taken a timeout. Harrisburg has uh, not looked very good in the uh, first two and a half minutes, and the Colonels have finally scored on a, again, Caitlin Christensen with another offensive rebound putback. She's got four. Stainberg's got 14. Those are your scores, and your only scores for Mitchell. We're halfway, again, we're halfway through this third quarter almost, and only two players for Mitchell have scored. Three-pointer for Siebert for the tie. She hit it in the right corner, and somehow Mitchell has tied this one at 31. What a big, big basket there for Siebert. I mean, not only did the Colonels need that, but she needed that to get going. Tied at 21. Harrisburg with a couple of subs. Next dead ball. 5-10 to go. We are tied at 21 for the first time tonight. We are tied. Boyer at the top of the key. Siebert on her. Keep her out of the lane. Hybertson wants a three. Not going to take it. 10 to shoot. Here's a drive by Flanagan underneath. She goes all the way to the other side. Hybertson drives, faking the three. Stabner comes up with the steal. It's a four-on-one. Stabner to Siebert for the lead. Good. Beautiful. Colonels all of a sudden on an 8-0 run in this third quarter, and they lead 
23-21. So nice. Sawyer Stabner on the fast break. Last second bounce pass to Siebert in stride to get that layout. That was fantastic. Colonel's lead trying to pull off an upset tonight on the road. Trying to extend their winning streak to four. Boyer in the right corner. 15 to shoot. She has been awfully quiet tonight. Ben Overshield goes for the streal. Leads for a wide open three. No good in the left corner by Hofer. How about eight straight missed shots now by Harrisburg? Their offense is ice cold. Stabner loses it, and we'll get a foul on Stabner. Her first, or see, her second foul. So that's the first foul on Mitchell in this uh, half. We're halfway through this third quarter, and Harrisburg has not scored. 7-0 run by the Colonels. This is, this is kind of what we were looking for in that first half. It just never showed up, but the Colonels' defense, man, they hung in there. Grinded things down, and here we are. They're up by two. They turned some turnovers into easy points. Flanagan, three at the top of the key. That one is off the mark. No good. Off the back rim. Good look for her. She's got a team-high seven. Colonels with a chance to make this a four-point game. Stabner with the and one. Drove left side, just kind of shot, put it up there off the glass. And we'll get a three-point opportunity for Stabner. She's got 16. That was awesome, just a. Fast break opportunity there. Always in attack mode. We know that. And she kind of leaned away when she got to the basket, used that left hand to get it in, and now she has a chance at an N1 to give the Colonels a, a five-point lead. And she is a perfect five of five from the line tonight. Colonels up 26-21. It's a 10-0 Colonel run. 17 points for Stabner. Siebert now has five. Christensen with four. Colonels offense. Finally waking up. Boyer underneath. And boy, she made it high off the glass. Again, why they don't give the ball to her every time, I don't know. Well, they badly needed that shot right there. That was after nine straight misses. Seabird uh, underneath. Uh, she will lose it off of her leg. So it's three-point ball game here with three and a half to go in this third quarter. Colonel's leading. Now they're going to take Boyer out. But I am just stunned at how much of a non-factor uh, she has been on the offensive end. Yeah, and I think that's uh, largely because of the Colonels' defense and how much they have uh, changed what they're doing since that first quarter when she was getting really easy looks. There we go, 3.15 to go in the third. Colonels up 26-23. Colonels with a win here would go to 5-6 and six on the season. This would be their best win of the year thus far if they win here tonight. Flanagan underneath, layup left side. That one is no good. Rebound fought for Christensen. Comes up with it in those sea of arms. Here comes Stabner. Kick it out. Seamson a three in the left corner. No good. Rebound for Harrisburg. 2.50 to go in the third. And uh, Harrisburg, they only have two points here in the last uh, five, six minutes. Good ball movement that time by the Colonels. Wide open look for Seamson, that left wing. I mean, you'll take that. Drive by Wagner. Lays it in over Stabner. We got a one-point ball game. Those are the first bench points tonight. Uh, Adeline Wagner, a 5'7 sophomore. 26-25. Colonels up one with two and a half to go in the third. Well, that was a, a rare, easy layup that Harrisburg got right there. They haven't had that for a long time because of the Colonels' defensive changes. 15 to shoot. Stabner at the top of the key. Drives left. Now back to her right. Three for Seamson. Top of the key. That one was no good. That was right on line for the lefty. She's an eighth grader, and I think she's going to be pretty good. Oh, yeah, and that last one she missed from the left wing, that was on line two, so kick she's out, due. Kick out three. Wagner leaves it short. Rebound by Siebert. That would have given uh, the Tigers the lead. 
Minute 50 to go in this uh, third quarter. Colonel still up by one. Timeout, Mitchell. They will have only two remaining. No talk it over. Minute 51 to go. Colonels 26, Tigers 25. We're back in one minute from Harrisburg. It is coverage of Mitchell Colonel Girls Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports. KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORNradio.com. Coming up Friday night, the Colonel Girls are at Sioux Falls Lincoln. Pre-game show at 645, tip-off at 7. You can only hear the game here in Mitchell on KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and KORNradio.com. Colonel Girls looking for their fourth straight win. It would get them within a game of 500. Colonels leading 26-25 here, late third quarter. Colonels trailed by five at half, took their first lead of the game in the third quarter, a 10-0 run. They were up uh, 26-21 at one point. Harrisburg, they've scored the final four. Colonels ball here coming out of the timeout. Only two timeouts left for Mitchell. As we head to the fourth quarter, Harrisburg has four. And only uh, one, one team foul on each side, so free, fro- uh, free throws have not been much tonight. Stabner in the right corner, and we'll get a foul. Second foul on Harrisburg. will be the first on Kaylee Hybertson. Well, Stabner, once she got that ball down there in the right corner, she was not going to be denied. She just kind of pushed the defender almost out of the way, legally, of course, just creating some space, and she was attacking that basket. Giblin trying to get it in, and it is tipped away, stolen by Harrisburg. Trying to get it to Seamson at the top of the key, but uh, Hybertson steals it. Boyer's underneath saying, give me the ball. I am wide open. Give me the ball, please. And then Boyer goes to the outside. Like, you got to get her inside. Cross-court pass, drive by Wagner. We get a foul. No shot. No shot. Siebert on the foul. Her second. Team second with a minute 14 to go. Colonel's up one late third quarter. Great foul there because she made the shot. So that wipes that off the board. As Seamson checks out, Van Overshield back in. Fresh 35 on the shot clock. Mitchell up by one. Get it underneath over Christiansen. This one no good. And Stabner with the rebound. He had uh, Kaylee Hybertson right there underneath. Tough shot. Couldn't make it. Colonel's still up one here with a minute to go in the third. Sieberts with five points in the quarter with the three-pointer. Stabner takes a three. Oh, and she made it. She can do everything tonight, including making a three-pointer. That may be her first, maybe her second this season. Colonel's up by four. She has 20. Boy, how good did that feel for Sawyer Stabner? I mean, if she can do that more often, she's going to be a force. Boyer layup underneath. Why they don't do it more, I'm not a coach. I don't know. 11 points for her. It's, I mean, it's easy. Just get her the ball. She's 6-1. It's all about positioning. If she can get the position, you go for it. Van Overshield hits a three at the top of the key. Colonel's up by five. Now here's the offense. Colonel's had 16 and a half. They got 16 now in the quarter. And Van Overshield with the steal with 10 seconds to go. Colonel's up by five. Can they make it a seven-point lead? Stabner underneath. Van Overshield... They get it to Siebert for three. It's blocked. Christensen, the putback is no good. What a big shot that would have been. That would have given Mitchell a seven-point lead after trailing by five at half. 16 points in the quarter. Colonels outscore Harrisburg 16-6. to 
32-27. The Colonels finally woke up. Threes from Van Overshield, Stabner, and Siebers. Colonels up by five. One quarter to go. Looking to win at Harrisburg tonight. We're back in 60 seconds on KORN. I treat every job like it's my own. Every job I work on, I treat it like it's my own, whether it's your house, whether your garage. Those are my house. That's my garage. Whether it's your business building, your church, your school, whether it's your apartment complex, or even your farmhouse, doghouse, anything I do, I'm going to do it like it's my own. I treat every job like it's my grandmother's job. I want you to remember at Mitchell Roofing, I treat your home like it's my home. I'm Corey with Mitchell Roofing and Siding, where you'll see the proof in our guaranteed roof. Mitchell girls lead by five here at the start of the fourth quarter, 32-27. Colonels match their first half scoring output, 16 in the first half with 16 in the third. Finally, the offense got going. The threes were finally landed. I mean, Siebert hit one, and then Stabner hit one, and then Van Overshield hit one. It was great to see. Hopefully, they can keep that going here in the fourth quarter, starting out leading by five. Colonels gave up only six points in the quarter. Hofer, a left corner three. That one is no good. Tigers remain as cold as ice from the field. They've only hit one three-pointer on the night. 7.35 to go. Colonels up by five. What a win this would be for Mitchell. This would be a good win going to Sioux Falls Lincoln on Friday night. These road wins against teams, these are teams that are kind of 50-50 games. Van Overshield drives, gets it to Christensen. Siebert wide open, left corner three. Yep, they can't miss anything. They can't miss anything now. Siebert heating up here in the second half or second three, and both of them have been huge for Mitchell. 35-27, eight-point lead. Another $3 from Mitchell, roofing and siding. Corey Cummings owes Mitchell $12 tonight. Boyer underneath, spin move layup, and she makes it. She's got 13 for Harrisburg. Harrisburg still in it, down 35-29 with 6.50 to go. It's been the outside shooting of Mitchell here in this second half. They've made four three-pointers, three of them here in the past just two minutes. Stabner underneath, Christensen loses the pass, got to get it outside. Cross court to Giblin, who is scoreless. Van Overshield, she's not shy. She'll hit a left corner three and lose it. Stabner underneath with eight to shoot. Oh, what a tough shot. She missed it underneath, trying to go left-handed underneath the basket. Harrisburg trails by six. 6.20 to go. Hybertson finds a wide open Flanagan for a layup in the Mitchell lead down to four. Coming up on six minutes to go, 35-31 Mitchell. Can they hang on? For win number five on the season. Siebert at half court. Giblin left side. Now to Stabner on the left block. Double team. Got to get out of there. Siebert wide open three. Yes. She's hit another one. Three three-pointers for Siebert in the half. She has 11 points. She's been saving it for the second half here, Travis. She's yes, heating she up, and every shot has been so big while Stabner's kind of struggling. Colonel's up seven. Siebert outscoring Harrisburg in the half, 11-10. to 10. Five and a half minutes to go in the game. Boyer underneath. Siebert takes the charge. Oh, they called it a block. Oh, my word. I don't know how they call that a, a block. I mean, Siebert had position there on the baseline, and I kind of thought that uh, Boyer was forcing things a little bit down there, and she got the benefit of the doubt, I guess, from the referees. But, boy, that's about as close to 50-50 call as you can have. Third foul on Siebert, third on Mitchell. Only two on Harrisburg in this half. Flanagan at the top of the key. 5.30 to go. Colonel's up seven late in this one. 
Drive by Hofer. Stabner there in the defense. Van Overshield with the steal. Look at that. Just coming in aggressively with the steal. 5.15 to go. Colonels can run some clock now. In Harrisburg, they've scored 10 points in this half. Five minutes to go. Christensen with a nice move. Doesn't put it up. I think Nippling wanted her to shoot that. <laughs> Still got uh, 17 on the shot clock. Giblin turns it over. Throws it right to Emily Boyer. They push it right side to Hybertson. Get the ball to your best player. Three on the left side. That one is no good. Put back by Flanagan is good. And Harrisburg back within five. Why Boyer is not even touching the ball 80% of the time just confuses the heck out of me. But we get a uh, layup, 38-33. Mitchell up by five here with 4.44 to go. And Colonels, what a second half. They had 16 points at halftime. They now have 38 here with 4.44 to go. It's been Sarah Siebert. She's uh, making a strong case for the Culver's player of the game. It was Stabner in the first half. She's got six of her 20 in the uh, second half. And then Stabner, scoreless or Siebert, scoreless in the first half, has three threes and 11 points. Yeah, and I think these Colonels just feed off of Stabner's energy so much, and I think even they decided, you know what, she needs help. we got to figure things out. And the shots started to fall here in the third quarter. The threes are finally falling. Siebert's got three now, looking like herself after a struggling sense of the game on Spearfish, which is great to see. Even Van Overshield got in on it. You'd, you'd still love to see Giblin get involved a little bit. I think that's like the one little factor that's missing from this game tonight to give the Colonels maybe a double-digit lead. But this would be a heck of a win on the road for the Colonels if they can fight off all the struggles of that first half and still grind this one out. 4.40 to go. Colonels lead by five. Giblin brings it up. Passes left to Van Overshield. Back to Giblin at the big maroon H at half court. It's tipped away. Giblin gets it back. Siebert now inside. Pass way too high. Stolen by Boyer. Boyer up the far edge. Finds Hofer underneath. We get a foul on Siebert. you got to watch out now. Siebert's fourth foul. Ooh, cannot afford to lose her. Feel like you still got to keep her in here with 4.22 to go. Four fouls on Mitchell, four on Siebert. She has been the key to this second half run. So two free throws here for Hofer. Well, that was certainly a very touchy foul they just called. There wasn't a lot of contact there. I thought Siebert's defense was pretty solid, but they just thought there's a little bit too much. Hofer misses the free throw. Harrisburg, not a good free throw shooting team. They had just 58% of their free throws, and they missed both of them, but an offensive rebound. 4.15 to go. A deep three by Hybertson. Good. Two-point game. Crucial offensive rebound off that free throw, and a huge three to make this a one-possession game with four minutes left. 38-36. Mitchell up. Mitchell ball. Moving across the court left to right. Zone defense here by the Tigers. Stabner inside, loses it. And we get a timeout. Colonels will save possession. They have one timeout remaining. 3.56 to go. Turnover is now starting to become an issue for Mitchell. They're just not to getting up any shots, and they can't take care of the ball. Yeah, 12 turnovers on the night now for Mitchell, but Harrisburg's having their problems too. They've got 15. 
And, uh, boy, on that last possession there before the timeout, Stabner was doing everything she could to kind of get to the basket again and get some free throws, but she had Van Overshield wide open. Nobody saw her over in the right corner, and if she just had a little bit more time to find her, that may have been another big bucket here for the Colonels, but you just got to love how the Colonels' offense has completely woken up here in this second half, and hopefully they can find uh, two or three more big baskets here in these last four minutes. And the zone defense just worked that ball around the perimeter. Quick passes, get that defense leaning one way or the other. Find that open shooter. 3.56 to go, 18 on the shot clock for Mitchell, up by two. Siebert throwing it in, gets it to Giblin right side. 38-36, wide open, Siebert three, right corner. That's uh, nearly an air ball, too strong. Wide open shot for Siebert would have been her fourth three of the half. Instead, Harrisburg can now tie it up here with 3.40 to go. Yeah, good look. It was the right play. She had a really wide open look in the right wing, just didn't fall that time. Hannah Eide in the left corner. Now to Flanagan. Top of the key, they push it left. Hofer thinks about a three. This will be a three by Eide. That one is no good. Siebert fighting for the rebound. Double teams, got to get rid of it. And we're going to get a travel. Oh, I don't know about that. I thought she was fouled. And you don't want to use your last timeout there. There's still 3.20 to go. They could have used the timeout, and that would have been it for Mitchell. So the Colonels turn it over. Siebert on the travel. Harrisburg another shot to tie it up or take the lead with a three. Flanagan drives. Kick out. Hofer three for the lead. That is no good. Rebound for Van Overshield. We'll get a tie-up, and it will be Mitchell Ball. Nice. 3.13 to go. Harrisburg has hit uh, three three-pointers. But, boy, Harrisburg, they've got so many good looks. They are just not uh, a good outside shooting team. Big rebound there for Van Overshield just to get the possession back here for Mitchell. And, uh, yeah, the threes aren't falling for Harrisburg as much as they are for Mitchell tonight. And that might be the thing that wins this game for Mitchell if they can hang on. Van Overshield, high pass. She corrals it. 24 to shoot. Three minutes to go. Can Mitchell win? Up by two. They trailed by as many as nine in the second quarter. They trailed 19 to 10. And Overshield gets it left side. Nice pass to Christensen. It's blocked. Boy, that seemed pretty clean to me. Christensen will shoot two free throws on the third foul on Eide. Hannah Eide came in there, played that perfectly, and I I thought, too, she got all ball on Christensen's layup, but Christensen here at at the line to get some big free throws for Mitchell. Christensen's first free throw is good. She's got five tonight. I don't believe Mitchell's missed a free throw. They have not. I was just going to tell you, they're six for six tonight. That'll do it. Not many, but make all of them. Colonel's up by three with 2.49 to go. She misses that one. Rebound by Boyer. So Colonel's up by three. 2.45 remaining in regulation. Sophomore game was close. This one's been close as well. I think the sophomore game had the exact same score at one point. 39-36. Harrisburg, can they make a shot? Hofer drives. The Boyer layup is good. Boyer with the layup. I mean, that is easy money for them. She now has 15, her season average. Siebert, three, right corner, no good. Rebound fought for, last touch by Harrisburg, so the Colonels will keep it. Up by one with 2.19 to go. Again, Boyer, just give her the ball, 15 points for her. Yeah, and I think they're starting to figure that out, that, okay, if all else isn't working, we are going to force this ball down low to Boyer and just hope for the best. There's I mean, nobody for Mitchell that can deny her anything she right. wants to do. They just don't have the matchup to stop her, so we'll have to see if they can get enough stops. 
2.15 to go. Colonels lead 39-38 at Harrisburg tonight. Caitlin Christensen gets it down low to Stabner. Working in, she slips and will get a foul, non-shooting with 2.08 to go. And that's another really close call right there. She was trying to fight through a double team. Looked like maybe she was tripped just a little bit, and I think that's why the whistle was blown there. Third foul on Hannah Eide. Both teams with four, so neither in the bonus yet. This will be another foul underneath. Van Overshield will shoot two. <laughs> this foul is on Flanagan, her first. Boy, are these all close fouls, too. Van Overshield driving that left baseline, and uh, Flanagan had pretty good position there, got her hands up, and that was also really close to a clean block. So Colonels have to take advantage of these, these gifts they're getting, so to speak, at the free throw line. Van Overshield makes the free throw to put Mitchell up. 40-38 with 2.08 to go. Four points tonight for the freshman. And another one here can make it a three-point game with two minutes left. Big free throws. Colonels have struggled from the line all season. Not tonight. They've made all but one. Eight out of nine, Mitchell, at the free throw line tonight. Harrisburg just three out of six. Colonels up by three. Two minutes to go. And you get a foul as Boyer just throws Van Overshield uh, to the side. And that'll be a foul on Van Overshield. We're getting close to bonus time now for both teams with uh, five team fouls apiece. So... Tight game like this, three points. It could come down to who can make their free throws in crunch time. First foul on Van Overshield. Both sides with five. Harrisburg Boyer, another layup. She's got 17. I don't know why you wouldn't do anything else. 41-40, Mitchell up one with a minute 45 to go. Mitchell's going to have to have maybe one or two more big threes just to counter those easy layups that Boyer's getting. Even get to the foul line. Van Overshield now to Stabner. Stabner's not scored this quarter. She dribbles it off of her foot. Oh, it was off of Harrisburg. 20 to shoot. They're saying it was off of Idy's foot, I believe, there as uh, Sawyer Stabner was just doing her thing, trying to attack the basket again. And Sawyer uh, Stabner has 20 points. None in this quarter. 135 to go. Colonel's up by one. Giblin under the basket. Throws it in with 20 to shoot. You have one timeout. You got to get it in. Throw it. She there does. Finally to Siebert. Wow. Four and oh. a half seconds maybe that took. Minute 30 to go. Stabner says clear out. I'm in half court. I want to drive. Then overshield on the right side. Seven to shoot. Sawyer Stabner is going to drive. Layup is no good. She left it short. Giblin fighting for it. Colonels getting, we get a foul. Christensen will shoot two with a minute 15 to go. And boy, Christensen uh, hit one and two from the line. Colonels up 41-40. This one going to come down to free throws. Foul was on Boyer, her second, team sixth. So Mitchell will be in the bonus, their next uh, foul on Harrisburg. Christensen, foul, free throw is good. Boy, was that nice work down low by Christensen. And Stabner just trying to keep the ball alive and get that extra possession and second-chance points for Mitchell. Christensen to make it a three-point lead. She misses it, so she's 2 of 4 from the line. Minute 10 to go. Mitchell up by two. Here come the Tigers. Hofer to Hybertson on the right side. Can they get it inside to Boyer? Hybertson thinking about a three in the lead. Minute to go. Drive by Flanagan. She traveled. Wow. Top of the key. Tough call right there. She traveled. What a, what a big uh, big call that That's was. That's huge, yeah. I mean, tough call to take, shuffling her feet a little bit there. But that is huge for Mitchell. And one thing that Mitchell has struggled with in this game and they have during the season is what they do out of a timeout when there is a turnover. Got to take care of the basketball here with one minute left. One good possession here by Mitchell. Work on some clock 
if they can get a good shot and hopefully at least two points, if you score that here, could be the game. That could be the game in a game like this. And there's 58 seconds left. There's 35 on the shot clock. The way their defense is playing, I mean, I mean, you got to deny Boyer down low and they get the ball back, but just take care of the ball right here. Make this possession a quality possession. Try to get to the free throw line. You know, with Stabner, if that's what it takes, but just make this a good possession. Take care of the basketball. Don't give it right back to him on a turnover here. Colonels have one timeout left. Harrisburg has two. Harrisburg using a timeout here. 42-40. to 40. Mitchell up. They've led here for much of the second half. It's amazing just how this game has flipped. I mean, Mitchell was down at one point by seven or eight, I 19 think, in to that 10. first half. 19-10. Yeah. And then they built a seven-point lead here in the second half when the three started to fall. It's just an amazing turnaround by the Colonels on the road when things were really a big struggle in that first half. I mean, you got to like how this team is growing as we go. Yeah, it was everybody but Stabner. Uh, it was all Stabner in that first half. It's been everybody but her on the scoring end here in this uh, second half. 42-40. Colonels, you score here, you got a good shot. Again, Harrisburg, they may only get the ball one more time. Yeah. Boy, nope, that was good. Van Overshield drives, layup is no good, but she is fouled. fouled. That was nearly an over and back. Christensen, her, her tiptoes were on the line, so she was not completely over the line. She threw it in the backcourt to Van Overshield. But you have to be completely over the line, and she was not. It's those little things. Man overshield, free throw is good. Colonel's up three. Got to be careful with all the little things. And uh, thankfully, they did not turn it over because that would have been disastrous, giving it right back to him with a whole minute left. And now Van Overshield with big free throws. She makes both of them. Colonel's there you go. Automatic from the line, Van Overshield. There's the two points they needed. Now they've got to play defense. You get a stop, you're going to win. Nearly there stolen, it is. and it is. Oh, got it. Colonel Steeler with 40 seconds to go, and they got a foul. Christensen stripped it away there right underneath the basket, and then Sawyer Stavener picked it up. Now she's fouled, and if she can hit free throws, this is likely going to be a Colonel win. 41 seconds left, eight fouls on Harrisburg. Third foul on Jaylee Hofer. This will be a one-and-one. One. Colonel's up by four, 44-40. Stavener's free throw is no Ooh. good. First one she's missed tonight. She was, what, 5 of 5 before then. 35 seconds to go. Harrisburg still within it, within four. Need another stop. Good defense by Mitchell. Hybertson pushes it left. Three, left corner, no good. Rebound Harrisburg, 24 seconds. Van Overshield nearly got a steal. It'll be off of her. 21 seconds to go. This defense has been suffocating tonight. Fantastic. Yeah, they've been so active all night long, going after every pass, creating uh, 17 turnovers now on the night, and now Harrisburg's going to call a timeout here with 21 seconds left. No, both sides now with only one timeout left. Again, Harrisburg, they need to score. 21 seconds left. They trail 44-40. to 40. Like I, all, I mean, Boyer has not touched it in a while, did not. You don't need a three. Mitchell, they've missed a couple free throws here recently. And Mitchell, they've got a foul to give. So they have only five team fouls. They can foul without uh, giving up uh, some free throws. And it's still a one-on-one. Eight team fouls on Harrisburg right now. So Mitchell isn't guaranteed two free throws if they do decide to foul them. So I, I, I guarantee, yeah, no matter what happens on this possession with Harrisburg, gonna you're going to get a, you're gonna get a foul from the Tigers. And Mitchell's going to have to try to ice this game away at the free throw line but they've been terrific so far at the free throw line they've gone they've only missed three times they're 11 out of 14 tonight 
21 seconds to go. Harrisburg at half court. Inbounds it. Down four. Good denial defense. They're trying to get it into Boyer. Flanagan layup left side. She makes it with 15 seconds, and they use their last timeout. Remember, there's that runoff. The clock does not stop here, so good job of Harrisburg keeping that one timeout left so they could stop the clock. If they didn't, Colonels could have gotten that thing down to about 10 seconds. So Harrisburg out of timeouts. They get a Flanagan layup on the left side. So now, if you're Mitchell, you you got to get this ball in cleanly. You got they, one they, time they, they struggle with that at times. They got one timeout in case it's not there right away. But get this ball in cleanly. That's the most important thing. Don't turn it back over because there's still 15 seconds left. And then someone's going to have to make a couple of big free throws here. You make two free throws here, you're up by four. You should win this one. Unless Harrisburg can get another big three really and quick. Harrisburg, they cannot. They don't have a timeout. No. So they got to have to hurry here if they get uh, possession back. Right. No matter what happens, they can't stop the clock anymore. Except, and if you're Mitchell, be aware of that. If you make maybe uh, you know make a couple free throws and they make a basket and there's less than five seconds on the clock, when Harrisburg makes it, don't even touch the ball. Let it run out. And that's what they need to talk about in addition to the inbound play here. Just got to of the entire situation with a young team like this. They got to know everything going on. Stabner throws it in. There's 15 seconds left. Mitchell up 44-42. Stabner throwing it in. They're going to give it to Siebert, who will now throw it in. Dangerous pass to Van Overshield. Get They're not going to foul her. They foul her. 11.7 to go. Going to run that little uh, out of bounds play there, where Stabner had it, handed it off to Siebert, who uh, remained out of bounds. What a dangerous pass to get it to half court to Van Overshield. One of your better shooters. It was, and that just shows a lot of confidence in Van Overshield. Now she needs to make these. Freshman for the three-point lead. Front iron, it rolls in. Ninth foul on Harrisburg. That one was on Sydney Hybertson, her first. Van Overshield has hit five free throws tonight. She's woken up. This game, this one's big. It makes it a two-possession game. She now has eight. Oh, this will be missed. Harrisburg with the rebound. Ten seconds to go. They need a three for the tie in overtime. For the tie, no good. Colonel's going to win 45-42 with two halfway seconds down. to go. It was halfway down. What a great look for the three. Was that Idy that took that? That was Idy on the left wing. Oh, my goodness. That was a really good look. It was right on line. It went like a third of the way down. I thought it might rim in and popped out. And what a huge rebound by Sawyer Stabner. Tenth foul for Harrisburg. Second on Hybertson. Stabner to the line. Two seconds to go up by three. Free throw is good, and that'll be it. Wow. Colonels go on the road, beat Harrisburg. Their fourth straight win Colonel's now at 5-6, and six, Harrisburg at 3-6. and six. Stabner to finish this one off. Free throw is no good. Boyer home run ball. 46-42. Colonel's pull off the upset tonight on the road. David Harrisburg, 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 as we mentioned, the pregame had won five in a row versus Mitchell, including both matchups last year. 46-42. 21 for Stabner. The only point she scored in the fourth quarter was that free throw right there. 11 for Siebert, 8 for uh, Van Overshield, and 6 points for Christensen. Only 4 players scored, but it was enough. Colonels 46, Harrisburg 42. That's got to feel good to good get win. this win. Good win. You beat a team that's kind of had your number recently, 5 straight wins. They break that streak tonight on the road, and it's another one of those somehow, some way wins. I mean, it's so impressive what this young Colonel team did on the road when the offense wasn't there because with a young team, you know, 
you, you don't know if they can kind of get the energy level going when you're down at halftime and the offense isn't there, only 16 points at the break. But then they just figured things out. They, they got the offense going. It looked a lot better in the second half. The three started to fall. Sieber got going. And, uh, boy, that was just a, a thing of beauty tonight by the Colonels when it really didn't look good in that first half. They just found a way again. This team is getting so much better as we go this season. Colonels outscore Harrisburg in the second half 30-21 to after Harrisburg had a halftime lead of 21 to 16. Colonels now with a 5-6 and six record. This is a team that started off 1-6. and six. Again, they scored, what, 28 points in that season opener versus Huron. And they only scored 46 tonight, but again, that defense was uh, very good. 17 points for Emily Boyer, but nobody else was in double figures tonight for, uh, uh, for uh, Harrisburg. You had Flanagan had eight. That was their second leading scorer tonight. So uh, Boyer had 17 points. It felt like it was a quiet 17 for Boyer tonight. It felt it like, it, like she had a 17, which is two more than her average, but uh, it felt like it was a very quiet, uh, uh, and she didn't miss many shots either. No. I every, mean, every time she got the ball, <laughs> it was pretty much in. That was bread and butter. And if they would have gone to that a little bit more often, you know, maybe we have a different result tonight, but I just I credit the Colonels' defense for making a quick adjustment after she got a couple of fast ones. They clogged up that lane and said, you're going to have to beat us with your perimeter shooters, and that's kind of when Harrisburg's offense sputtered. And uh, that gave Mitchell a chance to kind of hang around in that first half when their offense wasn't really there. And then, uh, you know, Boyer got some more looks there in the second half in that fourth quarter to kind of get them back in it when they were down by seven or eight. And, and then the Colonels just figured out a way to get the stops when they had to have them at the end there. And it's another great win on the road, and the winning streak goes up to four. This is, this is really good momentum here for the Colonels as we start the second half of the season now. Coach Knipling set to join us here in about a minute. Don't have to say much to the team after that one. You say, hey, good job. Uh, we're on to Sioux Falls Lincoln. Yeah, I mean, you just say, hey, way to work as a team. That's what I would be just stressing over and over again is, you know, what a great team win because Sawyer Stabner was pretty much their entire offense in that first half, and then they picked her up in the second half. Siebert finally got going, found her stroke, and got yeah. three threes, and then you got Van Overshield popping in one, and then Stabner hit an extremely rare three, and they did it as a team tonight. It was really impressive, and here yeah. comes the coach. Heck of a ball game here tonight. Uh, 46-42, Colonels win on the road at Harrisburg, and uh, offense got going in that second half. Defense was good pretty much the entire night, and uh, this was a good win tonight. Yeah, I'm really proud of the girls. They just, man, they just keep surprising me, but it's in a good, <laughs> you know, I just love them. This is so fun. Uh, you know, think about where we were at the start of December to now. We are, we are a true basketball team. This is a tough road win that not a lot of teams get. So, I mean, here on last year, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, you look at it that way, that was pretty neat. Proud of the girls, how they shot. You know, in that second quarter, that 2-3 zone, we just were really, really disorganized. And halftime, they, we talked about it, and they got themselves sorted out. And man, they hit shots. Sarah Siebert hit some huge threes when we really needed them. Lauren Van Overshield, I was yelling at her to stop shooting that one right at the end of the quarter. And then she buried it. I was like, Oh, good that's enough. great. Thank you, Lord. So, good stuff. I mean, free throws, you I think you missed three of them tonight. Free throws really, really wow. sealed. I mean, you uh, were automatic uh, from the free throw line, four-point game, and that was uh, a big difference. Yeah, I mean, that's I mean, you had Lauren Van, uh, the freshman hits the two at the end there yeah, to give clutch. you the four-point lead. You know, that's the neat thing, too, is like you really want to keep a two-possession game. Yep. It just really takes a lot of stress off of how you got to guard. Um, yeah, credit to her for really hitting pressure free throws. And, uh, I mean, they really couldn't get anything going from outside. They had the three three-pointers, and 
Uh, Boyer had 17, but it seemed like it was a quiet 17. Uh, she would go long stretches without even touching the ball. Outside of that, we probably gave her eight points in one stretch. I was either the start of the fourth into third, where we kind of broke down on our backside and we weren't getting that backside help. You know, Caitlin was working her butt off and they're doing mm-hmm. her job. But other than that, I agree. I thought we did a really good job. You know, we got kind of fortunate too. Like they missed a lot of open threes, mm-hmm. especially in that second half. There's three or four times where I said, "Well, this is the one that's going to bite us," and they kept missing them. So that was good. I thought we did an okay job of rebounding, and, and I just, you know, I was just proud of them. That was fun. You give up 21 in the first half, 21 in the second, and uh, you score 16 in that third quarter, uh, what you had at halftime. So great win. You're five and six. This should help with the seed points, and uh, you won yeah. four in a row, and you come back to Sioux Falls Lincoln Friday. They had a good game versus O'Gorman tonight. Right, really? They had a good game with them. Really? They oh, kept great. it close. I was I hoping they'd say. lose by 50. Yeah, but, there you uh, go. Um, Maybe you know, tire, this, like you said, this is a huge one for seed points. Um, I, I, we really want to get to the 12 seed or higher. Yep. I think that's kind of the spot we want to be, and this is the kind of win we really, really needed to get. So hats off to the girls. We're going to go get some Chick-fil-A and celebrate. There we go. There we go. The lines have been so long. Did you call ahead? Or we called the, ahead, and they, we said, they said we're right to the front of the line if we win, so we get to go. Otherwise, we're going to have to go through the drive-thru and have it taken out. Well, there we go. Good. To, you win here in Harrisburg, you get Chick-fil-A. 46-42. Coach, good luck here and a great win tonight. Hey, thanks for making the drive up, guys. Love you. Cole Knippling joins us. Enjoy the chicken sandwiches. There you go. So you get Chick-fil-A. Boom, he's excited about it. Chick-fil-A, I know he uh, mentioned he's a big Qdoba guy. He likes uh, me mentioned that Saturday. Yum. But, hey, you get Chick-fil-A, uh, people love it. Could that be the motivation? Could yeah. the girls have had the, the yeah. Chick-fil-A on their minds after halftime? They're like, hey, come on now. We got Chick Fil A on the line. I mean, you win this game, you get chicken tonight. What good more do you have to say as a coach? You got no, pork I mean, sandwich. Thanks for the uh, the pork sandwiches for us. Those they good. they earned the Chick Fil A. Yeah. I mean, just just fantastic work by this team. I was, I was just hearing the coach uh, talking in the post game here. He mentioned, as I mentioned, the Huron game that uh, Harrisburg, you know, they won, was able to beat. And Mitchell struggled with them twice. I mean, both times Mitchell looked extremely uncomfortable with that Huron team and. They come on the road here, and they figure this is going to be a tough win, and, and it was. I mean, they had to do everything they could to get this W on the road, but, boy, does it feel good. I mean, this this was a hard-fought win. Everyone got involved, and uh, the defense. I just I can't say excellent. enough about the Colonels' defense. They have, for the game now, 17 turnovers uh, for Harrisburg. That That's almost 60 turnovers Mitchell's defense has caused in this last three games. Mm-hmm. Mitchell had 13 turnovers, but I don't think they had any like really costly turnovers in the game. Um, finals, final stats here for shooting on the night. Mitchell went uh, 13 out of 45, shooting 29% for the game, while uh, Harrisburg shot 38%, going 18 out of 48 from the floor. Uh, rebounding, Mitchell was great there again, too. I feel like that's also one of their strengths on the season is uh, playing tough on the boards. 25-22, to 22, Mitchell out-rebounds Harrisburg tonight. Free throw line, a huge story again, as it usually is for the Colonels during the season. 14 out of 18 for Mitchell at the free throw line. That was huge. Harrisburg just 3 out of 6. I think that's really impressive. Defensively, again, that Mitchell kept Harrisburg off the free throw line despite all the size that they have down low. Uh, and so it just go it just more to the point that Mitchell was in this game defensively the entire time, and I think this kind of would flip the script for him, and that turned into some good offense. 
in the second half. But just a great comeback here tonight by the Colonels on the road, picking up a big win. And it's not like there were a ton of fouls. There were not a ton of fouls no. in this game. Neither team got to the double bonus in the first half. Uh, Colonels finally got there with two seconds to go in the ball game. Uh, so it seemed like every time Harrisburg would commit a foul, Mitchell would go uh, to the foul line. If Mitchell shoots free throws like they usually do, they don't win tonight. Right. Because right. they're in that 50% mark on the season. 14 of 18, and they made about seven of their first eight. And again, Lauren Van Overshield uh, hit those two big free throws. Uh, there were 15 seconds left. Siebert got her the ball at half court. A 30, 40-yard pass right there. Big, <laughs> uh, big free throws by Lauren Van Overshield. Yeah. One of their better shooters. If you don't get it to Siebert, you want to get it to her. Uh, and and Stabner played very well uh, from the free throw line tonight. So, uh, again, all-around team effort tonight for Mitchell and uh, they hit the big shots at the end. It feels like there's always someone that kind of steps up to have a little bit more of a factor than everyone else on a given night here for the Colonels team. And, you know, the coach was just saying how much fun he has watching this team play and how they surprise him, even on a night like this. And that's the thing. I, I love Van Overshield's energy. Every mm -hmm. night she brings it. I mean, sometimes the, the layups aren't falling. She has shots blocked sometimes when she doesn't have the, the size advantage. Um, but she keeps working hard. You know, she makes the key free throws like she did tonight. She hits that big three-pointer <laughs> in the in the third quarter from dead away, uh, top of the key, and that kind of sparks some energy for the Colonels, and that's what they feed off. They feed off each other. They really are the definition of what a team is, and they're still so young. I mean, the ceiling for this, this Colonels team, I think, is pretty high right now. 46-42, Mitchell wins here tonight. Uh, 21 points for Sawyer Stabner. Uh, 11 for Sarah Siebert, 8 for Lauren Van Overshield, 6 for Caitlin Christensen. You'll also see uh, Taylor Giblin did not score tonight. We also saw Addie Seamson off the bench and uh, Delana Hinkle. Those are the two bench players for Mitchell. They did not score. Uh, for Harrisburg, they got 17 from Emily Boyer and 8 from Abigail Flanagan. That was about it uh, for Harrisburg tonight. They fall to 3-6. and six. Mitchell now at 5-6, and six, and we'll be back coming up uh, on Friday night. More Mitchell basketball. The girls are at Sioux Falls Lincoln. Pre-game show at 6.45 with tip-off at 7. Then we have uh, the boys game. Been a couple weeks since the boys have been in action. Uh, they'll be at the Corn Palace on Saturday night. That'll be at 7 o'clock also versus Sioux Falls Lincoln. Great win for Mitchell tonight to come from behind. Down 19-10 in the second quarter. They win 46-42. Break a five-game losing streak against Harrisburg. Colonel Girls, they've now won four in a row, and they're five and six. For Sean Michaels, for Max Moore back in the studio, I'm Travis Krenz. We'll see you Friday nights from Sioux Falls. You've been listening to coverage of Mitchell Colonel Basketball on your original home of Colonel Sports, KORN News Radio, FM 1013, AM 1490, and online at KORNradio.com. Coverage of the Colonels was brought to you by Poet, First Dakota National Bank, Irish and Chrysler Center of Mitchell and Huron, Aurora Cooperative, Avera Health Central Office, Mitchell Roofing and Siding, the South Dakota Attorney General's Office Division of Consumer Protections, and by the South Dakota High School Activities Association. This has been a copyrighted broadcast of Mitchell Colonel Basketball. It's the property of Nedved Media, LLC, solely for the entertainment and non-commercial use of our audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the descriptions and accounts of this event, including a charge for listening, without the express written consent.